Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. Today we are diving into steps, not in just your everyday, hey, how to get your steps in, or hey, it's really important that you get your steps in. We want to take it specifically to our location, winter time, all the time. <laughs> and we want to talk about the importance of daily movement and specifically how to get more steps in the winter. Because I got to be honest, I've been on a number of client calls this week. Oh, my step goals are taking a hit. Oh, it's time that time of year where I'm not going to get my steps in because it's cold out. I just can't be my step goal. And I'm just, this is another one. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll right into it. So I'm going to let you speak. And then I'm just going to vomit, vomit my words out in a rage of fire. Okay. I will be the little bit more understanding, gentler one of this one. Right. Um, I can get it on a certain level. It is cold out right? We live in Minnesota. It has started to snow. Temperatures are dropping. It is windy. Um, I have been posting a video every day for quite some time now of walking outside either with the puppies or by myself if I just need to get it done. Um, and being pretty honest, like sometimes I don't want to do it, but it just needs to get done. I need to get those steps in. I always love doing it after. I never regret it. And I, and I can tell now that it's like snowing and really cold out that the drive to go outside has gone down significantly. So I understand. That being said, you don't have to walk outside if you don't want to. You can walk indoors. I um, am fortunate enough to have like the whole upstairs office area at work to myself. So I've been finding myself a lot, like in the morning, I eat scrambled eggs every morning and I, they're already made. I bring them to work. I nuke them and I walk around in a circle while I eat them, like just mindlessly doing it. Or, um, I try to get up every hour and walk for 10 minutes in the circle. So I'm not sitting down all day and those things do add up. So Yes, I'm not getting my four to five thousand steps in one chunk like I was during my walks, but I'm still finding ways to get up and walk around throughout the day to get the steps in. Um, and I think people, I think people automatically think, well, I got to go on a daily walk, and that's outside. So I don't want to go outside anymore. So now my daily walks are done. So now I'm just going to sit all day, and they forget like. You can, you can still, I get 2000 steps before I leave my house, just going up and down the stairs, getting stuff ready. Right. It doesn't take much. Um, Jordan is just like staring at me and she's just ready, ready to blow. So I'm going to let her give her side. Just remember that she loves every single one of you. She doesn't mean harsh words. It's just going to come out that way. And then I'll pop back in and gentle Gretchen will come calm everything down. Go. So here's the thing. 
If you live in Minnesota, like we do, you live in a cold state. I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that you have lived here for a while. This is not new to you. This happens every single year. And the argument that I understand that it is cold. Not one part of me is like, oh, it's freaking great. It's cold out. <laughs> like I bundle up, but it's it's not new. It happens every year. And by living in this northern Midwest section of the United States, it happens for a longer, harsher period of time. So bundle up. Like it happens. It's not a surprise. Do I love it? Absolutely not. But I know that it's coming. And it's just like everything else. You can argue tracking calories, starting your workouts. It all sucks in the beginning. So bundle up and get your ass out the door and start moving. Because it's always hard when you do it. But if what people don't realize is when your step goal takes this significant of a hit, it's not just like, oh, I'm just missing out on steps. That impacts your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That impacts your caloric deficit, your caloric maintenance, your caloric surplus, whatever it is that your goal is, meaning your calorie intake is now skewed because it was put together by, I'm going to, I'm going to just assume, right? I'm going to shameless plug for, for me, my, my coaching, right? I'm going to assume that I've put together your caloric intake and that I have factored in your daily movement. So now we need to downgrade that. Okay. You're no longer getting 10,000 steps a day. You're getting maybe three, 4,000, maybe less. So we need to take away more calories, which means you need to eat less, which means it is that much harder for you to adhere to your, your intake overall. Because day after day, oh, I can only eat this many calories. Oh, I can only eat this many calories. It's harder. Trust me. It's harder to cram in the good, delightful tasting foods that you enjoy so much in less calories. Because your body likes what right? The, the flavor, the seasoning, the things that you enjoy, those are the things that usually end up having to go when you cut calories or you get to eat less of it. That sucks. So it's a big deal when you can't get those steps in. Now, with that being said, you already touched on it. Winter comes up every single year. Get creative. If you really aren't going to go outside, get creative. I know there's everybody. Well, you, it's it's not safe to go to the mall anymore. It's hard to go to the mall. It's hard to go to here. Awesome. I, I get it. Sure. I, I never once said you had to go to the mall. That's not the creativity I'm talking about. You go to the grocery store. You go to a store. You go to an office. Walk around while you're there. Maybe every time you pick up an item at the grocery store, you have to take a full lap around before you can come back in. I guarantee you, you're going to rack those steps up. Maybe you finish one task at work, you have to take a lap around the office before you come back in. Here's the other thing. Here's what really kind of fired me up about this is two things. Uh, two client conversations that I had this week. One of them, just can't get my steps in. Okay. Um, can you stand up? Can you Can you get a standing desk? Well, yeah, but when I work from home, I don't have a standing desk. Cool. Could you stack some things up to get a standing desk? Like the reality, I'm I'm looking at like I have a like a very portable lift to lift my computer up and down at home because my standing desks are at the gym. I don't need when I'm home, I usually do try to sit because I'm on my feet all day. Buy one of those. They're like 15, 20 bucks off Amazon. You literally just stand up, put your put your stuff on it. You don't want to buy something 
get a cardboard box. We all love to order off of Amazon. Take that thing, reuse it, put it on top of your desk, stack up books, get creative. Somebody asked, why should we stand at our desk? It's not going to, standing at your work desk doesn't automatically lead to an increase in steps, but it does make you more likely to fidget, to rock back and forth, to touch on your your core. Those things are just increased in likelihood. If we're removing that barrier, you're probably going to get more steps in. Is it statistically significant? And how many more? Probably not. But the reality is the hardest part isn't the steps, the moving after you get off the couch. The hardest part is getting off of the couch, out of the chair. So you got to pull yourself off of it. Mm -hmm. The second piece is, you know, I asked a client who doesn't want to go outside in the winter. Cool. I get it. Uh, Was really fighting on like going to, you know, taking the extra laps around the store, going to a mall, doing something like that. I said, how much, you know, do you watch TV at the end of the day? Do you watch an episode or a show on TV? Yep. Cool. Get up and walk during it. The the amount of steps that I take in place some days probably is equal to or greater than the amount of steps I actually get moving on an actual walk. Right now with the way my schedule is, actual walks are few and far between, maybe two, three a week. Just because of my schedule, I just don't it's, it's a lot, right? If I if I go for a walk, my guilty conscious here is like, I got to pack the dogs up, which means I got to bundle them up. I got to get them ready. It's a process. We, we know this. Um, as well as sometimes when I'm at the gym, I don't have my warm gear to, to go outside and walk them, whatever. But beside the point, um, you watch a TV show, so stand up and walk. Why can't you? I mean, it's just like walking on the treadmill at the gym. You just don't have a moving path underneath you. Pick your feet up. Keep on moving. You could, I told this client, I said, your challenge is 30 minutes walking in place. 30 minute episode, 30 minutes walking. If you're going to watch one TV show at the end of the night, you better be moving during it. If you're going to watch three, you have to be moving for at least one. Rack the steps up. I guarantee you in 30 minutes, you can get minimum 2,000 steps in. If you keep on it's just, we have to get creative because this isn't new. This is something that we encounter every single year. And it's not that you can't do it. It's that you don't want to do it. And you need to acknowledge that from the beginning. It's not that I don't, I can't get my steps in. Your legs aren't broken. It's not that you can't afford warm gear. You you already have it because you lived here long enough. You're warm. It's that you don't want to. And, and you know what? That is okay that you don't want to. Not wanting to do something is fine. We all have different priorities. But if you are then upset that the scale is not moving the way that you want to, you're not seeing the results that you want to, we've made adjustments, so your calories are not as high as you want them to be, well, that blows. You can't complain if that's not if you're not willing to do the things to make that change. I'm going to say something that might upset some people, but I think you hit it. You said it correctly. You. It's not that you can't, it's that you don't want to. And I think a lot of people in these cold states or, I mean, other states too, because let's be honest, if you live in Florida, it still gets cold in the wintertime. It's just relative. It's cold to you, not to us. Um, But I think a lot of people take like October, November, it starts to get cold here. It starts to snow. The holidays come Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. 
And I think a lot of people take that as their hibernation button, right? Like, I don't have to do these things anymore. I'm going to hibernate. I got so much other stuff going on. I got to get ready for all these holidays. I got to go see other people. I got to, I just don't have time, right? And in reality, you do have time. I went on a walk the other day, didn't want to. And I was like, it was 35 minutes of my time. 35 minutes. That is it of something that I didn't really want to do at the beginning. But when I was done, I was super happy that I did it because I got my steps in. I got to decompress a little bit. I took that time. It's not that much time. But here's the thing. You just don't want to do it. Like Jordan said, you go into this hibernation mode. And then once spring is like around the corner, you go, oh, crap, I gained 10 pounds over the winter time. Now I got to cut down for that summer body. Just keep walking throughout the winter. Keep getting those steps in and the cut down isn't going to be that difficult. And you probably won't have to cut any weight for the summertime. Keep that up. I know you put a post on not that long ago that said something like, what was it? About steps during. About fitness wearables or steps? Steps. Um, You gain the weight during the holidays. Yeah. Like. So the weight gained over the holidays is f- much less about the food that you eat. It and is more about, it's more process. about the lack of activity because here's the thing humans let's like flash back to, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. Hello. We still have some of these things genetically programmed into us. Our bodies like to downregulate to a bit of a hibernation state because that's what was done. Right in the winter, you would they cavemen huddle around fires. They do limited things. They they try to gain weight beforehand to then lose that. We aren't different. We aren't that different from bears here. So it's your body wants to hibernate. And you know what? If you're like if you're hearing this, you're like, cool. I'm I'm good with hibernation. No problem. Just know that the 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 consequences that come with that. I don't want to say consequences negatively, but you know know what results of that. Mm-hmm. right? Weight loss isn't going to be that. You're going to pack on some pounds and you're going to have a longer road ahead of you when it comes time to cutting back down. It's, it is harder. I, it's so funny. I, I've talked with quite a few coaches about this in the last couple weeks. And I don't know why people are, are just realizing this. January 1st is actually an awful time to start on your fat loss goals because your body is is programmed to want to hold on to weight. Not that you can't lose fat. It just is like your body is like, hey, it's cold. I want to keep as much heat on me as possible, which means it kind of encourages you to eat a little bit more calories, generate some more heat, move a little less. That way your body does what it wants to do to protect itself. It stays warm. Um, we We really do have it backwards. We should be uh, dieting or cutting or fat loss in fat loss phases once the winter finishes throughout the summer and then uh, dialing things kind of back a little bit as we approach the winter months and kind of going into a surplus mode to a maintenance mode, which is not on the walking topic, but um, it really is. If you, it, it's, if you can get 10,000 steps throughout the winter months, your progress will show far less regression 
than, than somebody who does not get 10,000 steps. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a perfect day to talk about it because I am getting my office walking. I have been holding off for quite some time now. Jordan got like a walking treadmill desk thing. Gosh, like four months ago now. I mean, a while ago, almost probably like almost a year ago now. Oh yeah. Um, and I've been wanting one and I've been holding off and I've told, I've said it out loud many times. My husband is like, why don't you just get a treadmill and put it? He had, we have this little room at work. He has a rower. Jordan, how many times has guy used the rower in the two and a half years? Never, never. Um, he's like, why don't you just put it in the room with the rower? His excuse for not using the rower is because there's no outlet in that room. You do not need an outlet to use the rower. You can move it with your body, Addy. Um, I cannot. Nothing comes up on the screen. That's it. But the rower still works perfectly fine. Correct. I can't use a treadmill without an outlet. Like I can, I can physically move move it by myself, but it's a lot more work than just. So Black Friday sales are coming in early. Found the treadmill the just the slim treadmill thing that goes under your desk on super sale um i will say that standing desks are quite expensive yeah um i went to home depot they have like little standing um tool desks that are significant like hundreds of dollars cheaper because it's a tool cart right but it's the same height. That's all I need. Um, um, so I'm very excited. I'm going to set it up today. Walking pads are what I recommend for people is because they're just, they're pretty cheap. Like you can get some for 500 or less. Mine was, I think like 275 on sale. Yeah. Like I'm talking like one of the top notch walking pads. One that's like, has, you know, all the glorious features and things. That one's like $500. Um, yeah. It'd be a great gift to yourself this holiday season. Um, the desks are a little bit more complicated, but here's, here's the thing you put that up. You could do, I did makeshift desks for a long, long time. You get those, um, like, like I was talking about the ones that are adjustable that you can just put on top of your desk. That's, I mean, that can easily be 20 bucks on Amazon. You know, they're like, they don't have to be the most expensive thing. You can also take phone calls while you're walking on your walking pad. You can scroll through social media. There are mm-hmm. so many tasks that you don't require a desk at that you could be on a walking pad for. And yeah. like, it's totally okay. It's not. And here's the, here's the last piece that I guess I want to rant on. It's like, well, I just like feel like I look stupid. It's like a couple of problems with that. If you are walking on a walking pad and somebody like in your office sees you, judges you, Shame on them. Shame on them. That's a that's a them problem. That's not a you problem. You're you are making yourself the priority to move your body and walk. They are not. They're jealous. It's a direct reflection on them. For those of you who I've advised to walk around in your house, right? March in place in your home. Well, it just looks weird. Who is looking? Like it's your family. So just mm-hmm. tell them, like, I'm just getting my steps in. Yeah. Cool. Like. They're probably going to be like, I don't like, what are you doing the first time? Then after that, no problem. They'll leave you be. 
if you, I was talking to one of my clients who no longer has anyone living in the home with her. It's like, if somebody is judging you, that means they're looking into your house, which is a direct violation of your privacy and something you can actually file a claim on. So I would worry about it. Nobody's looking in on you. It's looking in on you. And if, if you are, if they are, shame on them. Yeah. Like, you got to let go of the judgment of it. It's more anyone judging you is a reflection on them. Your fear of judgment is is a is really just a fear for doing something different. It's another obstacle your body is trying to do, to put up and get in the way of you actually achieving your goal. Let me tell you. One of my biggest setbacks of waiting so long was because my husband thought it was ridiculous. He was like, I don't, you're not going to use it because I do have a work desk and I'm not moving my computer over to the standing one. This is so I can get on it with my laptop, do other non like business stuff throughout the day that I'm here, right? Or read for a little bit, walk while I'm eating lunch. The biggest motivator I have to use this thing daily is to prove him wrong. I am a sassy, vindictive, want to be right all the time kind of wife. And he loves me for it. So I'm going to prove him wrong. And I'm going to use this thing every single day. Yep. I mean, and that's a perfect reason to use it. Absolutely. I just don't. But I don't worry about both Brian things. Well, Brian just is going to agree with you all the time. Yes, dear. Well, does he though? No. So the point is, get your steps in. Get creative in your movements. And just remember, your resistance to it and you telling yourself that you can is really more of a want than a can't. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.